Now I have a question. Does that does it include TVs at the stadium? What? No, it's only the Nielsen. It's only the Nielsen. Oh, the, family. You had, right. The, the, because the guy who was watching it who tore his Achilles, he was should wow. be counted since he was there probably so watching the game from the hospital. I'm not a monster. Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. I, I know, I just realized Marcus isn't here. We you were drinking it. I was, it's fine. Um, how are you all feeling? <laughs> it's a great Monday. Hopefully everybody has sort of shaken off their Super Bowl food coma Man. that they may have put themselves into. Um, yeah. I also want to acknowledge the hilarity that is uh, the intro song was very, you know, I'm black, the black, I'm black, y'all. And then the yes. two whitest people on the face of the planet came up on the screen. Like, hello. After. And so, I, yes. so here we are. Uh, we are going to talk a little Super Bowl movie trailers that got announced uh, yeah, yesterday. Um, and then we're also going to talk a little Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So spoiler warning, if you have not finished that yet. Yes. Um, it's been over for a little while, so hopefully you've gotten to it, but if you can't and haven't, here's your warning. Uh, Brian, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, uh, tell people how they can uh, stay in touch with us. Hey folks, I'm here to tell you that the best way to support us is to go sign up for our Patreon. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash films in black and white, sign up for one of our heats. One of our tiers. That is how we make this entire show happen. Our Patty family is the people that make this show happen. We give them a shout out. People in the chat. I see 11 years of friendship in the chat. Ready to talk about Wicked. So you're in the chat. We love that. We love that energy. So go check us out. Patreon.com slash films in black and white. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at those same handles. We update our Instagram more often than not with our reels and stories and posts. That's where everybody seems to be nowadays. And again, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, for Percy Jackson and the Olympians, spoiler alert for literally anything in the Super Bowl. Like, I don't yeah. think many people don't know what happened, but like anything that happened, like any music announcements, any trailers, we're, we're diving into all of it. We're going to talk about a lot of it. So strap in, uh, certainly strap in. Um, so yeah, so we're going to get after that. I would like to point out that Roman this week, uh, he's 11 years of friendship because Facebook told us that we had been Facebook friends oh, that's nice. for 11 years. And he wanted that's... me to bring it up. And I was like, that seems a little niche. Um, but here oh. we are, you yeah. know, uh, but we're excited. Yeah. About it. We're excited. You know, thank you for, thank you. Thank you for 11 years of bliss, Roman, uh, bliss. <laughs> bliss. So, cause that's what I'm going with. Uh, Brian, how are you feeling, sir? Mr. Turn down for what apologist, how you doing? Uh, I'm feeling energized after that Usher performance. I uh, I may have scared my children a little bit when Usher <laughs> started his performance. And I was like, I was feeling it. Like, I was building up. Yeah. I'm like, probably going to finish with, yeah. But, like, you know, then, like, <laughs> I later learned it was Jermaine Dupree. But that's, like, when the show started to turn. You got, like, you know, you got burn. You got confessions. Like, it's really starting to build. And then the moment they had turned down for what, like my elbows were flying and my kids were like, what is happening? 
What is dad doing? Like, am I gonna like get socked <laughs> in the face by an elbow? Why is dad hooting and hollering? And and folks, I was, I was, in the, I was in the zone. Globally known, I I was, I was feeling it. And then when I saw little John, I was like, "It's good to see you, brother. It's been a while. Welcome home. Welcome home, little John. Let's turn down for what?" And I. I appreciate that. My my highlight was when he did the only song I wanted him to do was Let It Burn. So mm. when he did Let It Burn, I was very yeah. excited. Yeah. Uh, I will say that that Confessions album I was looking yeah. at today because I listened to Let It Burn today. Yeah, because uh, it was it was in my DNA. Uh, oh, of, course. of course, that was a banger. Like that oh. one was a hit. It's machine. untouchable. Really. Yeah, it's I mean, Confessions part one, Confessions part two, Let It Burn. Yeah. And then there was another big hit like right after that. So like oh, that was I like mean, the yeah. pinnacle of like his yeah. uh, discography. So shout out to Usher for a great performance. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll talk more about it. But like, yeah, yeah. I, I was turning down for what in my living room, scaring for, my children. Turned down for everything. Brian, what was your food situation? Any highlights from the spread yesterday no, you want to tell everybody we about? We didn't go all out. We didn't like, you know, we just have, we had a lot of stuff going on. We didn't have a big party plan. So we just we did popcorn shrimp. We did some finger food, you nice. know, something easy to do. Um, we had and then we did uh, some baked potatoes um, and some nice. broccoli just to make ourselves feel healthy a little bit. Um, but uh, but the, honestly, that was it. I did get some Doritos uh, flaming Lyman uh, chips for myself. All right. We're delectable. OK, uh, I'm glad to hear that. For yourself, Doug uh good good weekend good weekend uh i'm achilles tendon because the highlight yeah, of me. my super bowl watching experience was when the member of the 49ers snapped at his achilles tendon just cheering on his teammates <laughs> yeah. uh that that to me was hey. like the rest of the game for me was all downhill because that uh. was so funny to me because it's not like he fell or like somebody ran into him. He literally like jumped up and down. Yeah. And like, oh no. Like, and like just, yeah. Uh, and I can hear Marcus right now. He's not here right now. Everybody. He'll be here a little bit later. He's uh, I, I could hear him saying right now. Oh, that's fucked up. And you're right. It is. <laughs> it it is. is. I mean, it is, it is messed up that I am that excited about this man. Like, having a severe injury it, a very painful injury mind you but it, it's just but my jam it, it like it was so out of the blue and when i saw they replayed it and i was so confused because i was like why are we seeing a replay of a guy on the sideline and then i saw them bringing out the cart and my son liam was like dad are they bringing out the cart for him and i'm like i guess like i, yeah. I thought something else happened to him earlier in the game no, he, he it was that moment. And I kept bringing it up because Marcus came over and watched the game with the course and Brittany and I, and <laughs> I kept bringing it up the whole game. Like, especially when they got to like that fourth quarter and the, and the chiefs were making the drive and yeah. they tied it up. And I, I went, oh my can you imagine this guy snapped his fucking Achilles and they yeah. lose this game? Like he's yeah. going to be, he's going to feel terrible. Um, I mean, it, yeah. like it, it, I don't even know. Yeah. This, this, yeah, Roman in the chat here saying worked that whole season just for that to happen on live TV. I, mm -hmm. I, I agree. I 
something happened to me when I turned 35, by the way, like I, my risk assessment, like totally changed. Like I mm-hmm. don't like taking left turns. So I know like for younger people, like what, what this guy probably is, he's in his twenties, who cares? Fling your body wherever, go play professional football. Who knows? You might just snap your Achilles, just be celebrating somebody, you know, they just, you know, some people that's, that's just not in my risk calculation. It's like, no, I'm not going to jump on my foot like that. I don't want to do that to my Achilles. Brian, are you taking the Zoolander approach to life? Like you're just not like I'm not turning left and that's just something you're comfortable with. I I went on a guy's road trip a few months ago and we were having this discussion because most of us are fathers now. And it's like, yeah, these weird things happen. We're like, hey, like if X, Y, Z happens, like my family's down a father. Like we started. It's kind of nihilistic, but like just kind of the weird things you start doing. (laughs) Someone mentioned like, hey, when I'm in a parking lot, I never go in the middle anymore. Or like, hey, when I do X, Y, Z, like I never. And so I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like left turns. Like I don't like left turns without a stoplight. Uh, so yeah, I am taking the Zoolander <laughs> approach when I go get my groceries. Okay. Is it shorter distance for me to absolutely not uh, take the left turn onto oncoming traffic with mm-hmm. no stoplight? It sure is. But I could take three right turns with a stoplight and be totally, totally good. We have entered a whole other domain. Like I yes. could spend, yes. I almost want to throw out the rest of the podcast and I want to talk about superstition because this is, I, Brian, I don't, I don't have this. Like I, I am, I don't want to say that like I am unafraid, but I have like sort of taken this approach that it's like, Hey, if I'm supposed to go, I'm supposed to go. Like, it's I mean, like <laughs> so, and I, and I regularly take weight from the floor and just throw it up look, over my head. And so there's, I, yeah. So for me, I'm like, no, man, left turns. Fuck it. If he, if he's right there, I'm yeah. the type of person that's a left turn or like that type of situation. And I'll yeah. say out loud, could have made that twice. Like you, I just like, yeah, I'm that's why I don't. I that's why. See, you're the person I imagine behind me being like, oh, this person's so ticked off. I, like, I am the I person. Yeah, I could have gone. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, no, it's like weird. It is weird superstition stuff. It is not it's rooted. so funny. But, no, it's just yeah. it's just those weird things. I get it. Like I get it. I'm sure if I unpack this, there's something in there. But like <laughs> that's that's very funny to me. Um, the other thing that I did this weekend is I was able to take Harper to a daddy daughter dance this weekend. Oh, so how they was had a that? they had a daughter. They called it daughter parent, but it was mostly dance. Okay. There were a couple oh, yeah. moms there, but like yeah. they called it mo- daughter parent, which I I really appreciated like that inclusive yeah. approach of it. I like that. Cool. I like um, that. It was fine. Um, it was fun. Harper okay. had a lot of t- fun. We both got dressed up. We both cool. went. So it was a lot of fun. Made it kind of like a special thing for her. Um, couple of observations uh, okay, from the dance. First, um, my daughter told me midway that I should go, that sh- I should stay here because I'm not good at dancing. And so Yikes, just Doug. then proceeded to wow. walk out and like shake her well herself. You're also, in your premium dad era now. I, I mean, I, I am. I guess. Do you so. have the the white Reeboks and I mean the I long don't. tube socks? Okay, I, don't. I mean that's all I don't, that's left. It at does. This point. It does bring me to my next point, which is. Oh yeah. Do you ever have these moments, Brian, where you look out on like a sea of dads, and you go, "Man, thank God I don't look like one of these guys." And then you kind of reflect back, and you're like, "I might look like one of these guys." Like there was a gentleman there who is wearing his was his outfit for this, this dad daughter uh, extravaganza. Okay. He was wearing blue jeans, a white undershirt and a beige cowboy hat. 
and yeah, baby. a belt buckle that was huge and silver. And yeah, I baby. had this thought where I was like, what is happening? It's a bit, what? right? You're like, it's, that's what's going through your mind. It's got to be a bit. Like, he's right. doing a bit. Like, he's right. doing a, like, Walker, Texas Ranger bit. Like, I Clearly. couldn't even come up with the bit that he was doing. Um, yeah. But I was a little flabbergasted at the at the bit that was happening. Yeah, so I saw a lot of photos of that, like on social media. I've seen uh -huh. that in the chat where he's happening all over the place. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, I mean, here's, here's my theory. I think it is so close to Valentine's Day. Yeah, that they're probably there. There's probably some research or someone who was looking into it that was like, you know what, <laughs> like show take your show your daughter like a good time like teach her how to be yeah. like feel taken care of like you know something like that you know sure. how we you sure. know, push our societal norms on small children oh um, yeah yes and that that's <laughs> important for their development oh, um, gosh. <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it barf um but it was fun it was fun it was fun she had fun good um and that's all that matters is that she had yeah, fun. that it is all fun. that matters they did a good job putting it on it was a fundraiser so all in all oh good, good so yeah i was yeah. glad i was able to go and i'm glad i was able to take her because it was a lot of fun oh, uh, but brian we could go yes. on and on about Many dad days. outfits or ripped tendons but we <laughs> need to play a fun game that we like to call catch oh, that quotable Marcus isn't here. We can't butterscotch soda our way out of this, man. Catch that quote above. Silky sounds of Doug Wagner. That's, yeah, there we go. I like it. See, we could, we, we, we got this. We're all right. We got it. Uh, Brian. Yes. Are you ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, use small children as shields. Bears like soft, tender meat. <sighs> this is use small children as shields bears like soft tender meat <laughs> I, I, I yep i i have nothing i, I don't, don't know. know what this is i'm not sure what this is i mean i mean i like <laughs> i mean it feels like this is a movie it's i feels like a comedy like obviously this is a funny moment yeah so what moment is there a comedy? Is there like a camping movie or I mean, is there a like I, the only movie that I can think of is um, the great outdoors with Dan Aykroyd and. Okay. Um, oh, geez. I'm John Candy. Um, okay. Because there's a moment with bears. There are children present. I could see somebody saying that in this type of scenario. Yeah. But that's all that I have to go off of. It does kind of have a Bill Murray vibe to it. It does. Um, I will also say I haven't seen it, but I am going to put out Cocaine Bear. Um, that's fair. He has that, that movie looked. I mean, the movie looked wild, like a comedy. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Bear comedy. Children as meat shields. I don't know that it's just speaking to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would also, I would also believe that. Okay. All right. So you've got cocaine bear. I'm going to go with the great outdoors. Let's do it. Marcus would have maybe butterscotch. soda this, I don't I know. I mean, maybe, I don't know though. Maybe. Oh, this is, this is not, this is, we were both wrong. Excellent. So this is, so this is a comedy. Okay. It is a Will Ferrell comedy. 
Um, this is the oh, two, no. 2008 movie Semi Pro, where he oh. owns a basketball league, um, oh, and he's the one who said it. That's the one where the didn't they have a stunt coordinator pass away during the film? Oh my of that god, movie? I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm Let me look pretty it up. Sure. Um, if that's true that's wild like yeah that's yeah insane. yep he did a grizzly bear which appeared in a recent will ferrell movie killed a 39 year old trainer with a bite to the neck oh yep. oh my god <laughs> yep yep <laughs> okay well yep. um i don't know if we're gonna recover from this guys like that was, <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna that, financially uh, recover ooh, we're gonna away um <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, so Jesus, I did thoughts, not know that, Brian. Thoughts and prayers to that trainer. Yeah, I remember what? when it came out, that was like all people could talk about because, like, it was supposed to be like the next Will Ferrell joint. To be, well, he did the that was his like he did, he said right after Talladega Nights, he right, right after Ricky Bobby, he said, I'm gonna these, and so yeah. it was this one, it was Blades of Glory, the ice That's cream right. one, and then the yeah. other one was, um was this one was semi-pro and so you're right though like everybody looked at this one and went like oh my god this is going to be the next like huge yo talladega nights and then yeah pretty much not so much not not uh, not so much yeah 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 there we go yep and then (laughs) yes and then to have a bear terrorize the entire crowd of people in a movie yeah ish that's that's some rough stuff um Okay, well, we didn't get it, so we'll try again next week, and we'll see where it's at. Yep. I wonder if Marcus would have gotten it um, when he yeah, shows up. Yeah, I guess up. we'll find out. Yeah, when, when he shows up, At we will. Uh, we'll just go ahead and ask him, and that's yeah. just the way it'll be. So we'll go from yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Mar- Brian. Hello. Anything that you want to talk about before we jump into Super Bowl trailers? Um, uh, yeah. No, I'm mainly here for the Super Bowl trailers. Um, I do, I do feel like I I would be remiss if I didn't mention that I am heavily attached. So we're going into Super Bowl talk at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, the, the, the meme of Travis Kelsey yelling at a stone faced Andy Reid is giving me Mm -hmm. joy. And I have, I I have gotten so much out of that image. Um, I have it downloaded Mm -hmm. on my phone, ready to go at any point in time. (laughs) um and it makes me laugh that like okay it just it makes me laugh that like in the post interviews and like the post game stuff they're like oh and they're kind of like shrugging it off and i'm like man like you're at the super bowl and you're just like you just like shoved your coach you just started like you fucking went went for it like you went for it like you were like you were that amped up that you were just you didn't see who you were yelling at but you were yelling at somebody I mean, yeah, like, and I mean, I know he's probably going to talk about it on the podcast, on his podcast and all that good stuff. But man, watching that in real time and then having to explain to like some little eyes of being like, dad, why did that man yell at the old man? And it's like, okay, well, first (laughs) off that you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't yell at your coach. First off, don't just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. but then they were like, is he okay? Is the old man okay? So they got very invested in the sideline drama, but not the actual game, um, which was yeah. amazing because they went to bed and then the game got like so good. 
but oh my god yeah the like, game got really good towards the end there it was a little like, rough there for the first half but that last quarter in the overtime were really exciting it reminded me of that falcons patriots game a little bit uh, i mean the uh, one where they in, blew it yeah a little bit <laughs> like just nothing really happens until the third quarter and then you're and like then it just yep pops off they're gonna do it they're gonna do it like mm-hmm. i was rooting for the 49ers because they were technically the underdog here but like Mm-hmm. as soon as fourth quarter rolled around, I was like, they got it. Like the chiefs, oh, the chiefs have yeah. this. Yeah. Marcus and I were talking about it and we essentially said that like, you can't Patrick Mahomes is just such a put the ball in my hand. I'm going to make yep. stuff happen that yep. when he, when he ripped off that like 13 yard run, that, like right before yes. the touchdown, I was like, this is it. This game is over. Like, That's what I was thinking. Too. Is, they're going to kick a field goal. They're going to, they're going to do something and this game is going to end. Like, so yeah. I was just, I was not surprised by that outcome. I mean, honestly, as soon as, soon as that, as soon as he did the Q- QB sneak, if that's even what you want to call it, but he mm-hmm. ran for 15 and then he did it again. That's all it took for the 49ers defense to be like, Ooh, don't know what to We're do here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but which by the way, both teams played an amazing game. They played and great. Like, yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't. I, I mean, like yeah. if I was the 49ers defense, I'm tired. I'm tired today. Like, you know, I'm what's, not you know what's you know what's really funny, Brian? What is that? I read something in ESPN that a quote from one of like the bench defensive players for the yeah. 49ers. They said that they didn't know the rules of overtime. And uh, I went, okay, yeah. Oof. So <laughs> maybe keep that one to yourself. I started reading a piece. I believe it was from the Athletic. I don't quote me, but I believe it was. And. Essentially, okay, Marcus may okay. That's the rock's music. He's running down the ramp. Oh Oh my god, the rock is here. We can't hear you. He's muted. He's got to unmute. You ruined Uh, it. I'm here, you jabronis. (laughs) I guarantee. I'm here. Oh, millions and millions. and millions. That's 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 wow. it. That's it. That uh, was, we that were, was fun. That was special. We were just talking about uh we were just talking about was, the game. The guy that Doug was making fun of that got fucked up at the game. I <laughs> well we did talk about that. I did I said Brian, Brian, fucked up, Brian. <laughs> Brian it is a little messed up. Brian asked Brian asked to start the show, Doug, Achilles tendon, are you okay? Do you have an Achilles injury? I said, No, I'm making fun of the man who snapped his Achilles cheering for his teammates. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. I mean, uh, you Marcus, yeah. I'm gonna give you the quote as oh. just well, no, let's start this. Marcus, aka bitch slap. How you feeling, sir? Whoa! What whoa. the five fingers say to the face? Slap! Slap! <laughs> okay. uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm here, live and in living color. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm late. I had to. We had a Black History Month photo shoot um, for our Black History Month Ooh. game that we have coming up. So. I believe it would be illegal for us to give you a hard time. This month, that. absolutely. Yeah, On March first, exactly. though. You do wait. whatever you want. Yeah, March 1st. Can't, we can't make fun of women, but yeah. at that point, and black women, I'm, intersectionality. Right, there's a whole thing. About I'm it. writing all of these down. So yeah. come March first, yeah, twelve oh one. You got it saved up. You got to watch Doug because he'll put some shit in the chat GPT quick as hell. <laughs> I will. I will do that. Um, Marcus, I'm going to give you the quote. Okay, I'm going to give you the quote to see if you know it. Right. Um, and if you do, uh, we win. But if we don't. That's okay. Neither Brian or I got it. So oh, okay. no pressure. There's much pressure. 
don't don't feel any pressure. Temu, 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 Temu. That's the big reveal is that it's Temu and not Timu. <laughs> Timu, and they had three commercials. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, Marcus, use small children as shields. Bears like soft, tender meat. Oh God. Okay. Um, well, can you read, read it one, one more time? Yeah. I'll read it one more time. Use small children as shields. Bears like soft, tender meat. Is this? Is I'm, I'm assuming it's not cocaine bear. Um, it is not. That was Brian's guess. Was that Brian's guess? That was my guess. Yeah, it was the same thing. I feel like. Do I get a hint? Uh, it's a comedy. Oh, oh no. Uh, the only uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold this up. The only thing I can think of is um without a paddle. Oh, yep, um, yep. Also yep. a good one. Was that, also yes. a good, also a good guess. It's the movie Semi Pro with uh with Will Shit. Ferrell. Yeah. Also, Brian revealed shortly after that one oh, of the geez. bear handlers was mauled to death by a bear at on the set of that movie. And they so, still read that line out loud. They still said that line out. Loud. Man, all right. Well, that's fucked up. But that, that's <laughs> that is absolutely fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Um, Thanks, before man. we jump into trailers. I do. Sorry, want to... I cut y'all off from whatever no, you are. No, you're good. No, we were this doing very terrible football analysis. We were from doing the very pop terrible culture football. film grows. Yep. So I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, take um, it for what it's worth. Before we jump into trailers, though, I did have like one little piece of news that I wanted to touch on, sure. um, and okay. it's regarding Mark Ruffalo. So I know him. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo came out and said that Kevin Feige told him that he was never going to get his own solo movie as the Hulk and that quote, he would be able to do that over four movies. So this is an art of, this is according to an article on variety. Um, Kevin Feige asked him, what would you do if you had a standalone Hulk film? And Mark Ruffalo said, I'd like to take him from his raging maniac to his integrated character. Show how they got blended. And Feige said, quote, okay, we'll do that over the course of four movies and we'll never give you a standalone Hulk movie. And how long ago was that though? This is from press that they were doing back in June 2023. This okay. had to have changed since they got the rights to the Hulk. Like, that has to have changed. It right? may have. I mean, I am curious. It's also funny to me because today, so to piggyback off of this, today, mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo clarified he is not in Captain America Brave New World. Uh, uh-huh. And he misspoke. Uh, like so it also feels like a lie. <laughs> it, I mean, so that's the other thing is that he has accidentally spoiled endings before. He has, during, uh, in 2017 for a Good Morning America interview, he accidentally, uh, like, uh, they, yeah, he spoiled it. They didn't get into details, but he spoiled Infinity War. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's why they don't pair him with Tom Holland. No, they don't pair well together. They have to be very careful. So, but yeah, I mean, I agree, Marcus. I I think it has something to do with the rights. I'm also curious if after this year, like after the box office, the way it was and the vibe Marvel has, I really feel like they are going to close ranks and it's going to be a lot of stuff we've already seen, but it's going to hit a lot of high points. And I feel like they're like, nope, we're not even taking a risk on a Hulk movie. It's just... We're honestly, closing ranks and giving the people what they want. I honestly, I, if the more I think about it, the more my main question is, um, you know, what Hulk can you really take the Hulk in the direction that they gave him and give him a solo movie? And I don't think so. I mean, everything tough. we've seen him in has been paired with somebody else. 
Well, and he's a great foil. I think there's a, you know, there's a good reason for that. He's a great foil to a lot of characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I do feel like, I do feel like to have a fun Hulk movie, you would have to like, I don't know. He's like homeless and he doesn't mm-hmm. want to reach out because he's embarrassed to be homeless. And he's like, just, you know, kind of like the TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it'd have to be like a bottle type situation. Um, because there's just so much interconnectedness now. Mm-hmm. I just don't know well, how and you do can't, that development. And you can't go into his backstory. Like you can't, you can't go into the comic book backstory of why Hulk exists as a extension of Bruce Banner, which was right. You know, he developed that to protect himself from the abuse of his dad. Like you can't, you can't go that route and still keep it Disney and keep it fun. So like yeah. you kind of have to say like okay the only thing we could do is Hulk off world but we kind of already did that with Thor Ragnarok so there's sort of a yeah we don't need to God we're I never mean, gonna get a God that is so sad probably not that's no. so sad because after yeah. Mark is done and he's done a good job so this is nothing oh bad. yeah he's done a good dra- job I loved him um it's just the way that they wrote the character I just know mm-hmm. it'll take forever before we ever get a Marvel the re- MCU will have to reboot itself again before we ever get a I mean, Hulk anything. I mean, well, unless you do a Red Hulk, Green Hulk uh, in Secret Wars, but I mean, that would I be mean, the only that, way I mean, and that's up. a very, that's a likely that's scenario, right? 2026, mm-hmm. 2027, they might recast and do a Hulk series. Because it's not Hulk solo, movie. you know what I mean? And you could do a Deadpool mm-hmm. in the Hulk, like if you really want to send, mm-hmm. you want to send Deadpool yeah. on, this, on this run where he's pairing up with your random favorite dudes. heroes. Yeah, like random. Yeah. Like, I do, yeah, could do. That makes actually a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. And I Marcus, I think we got to call this date February 12th, 2024. <laughs> that movie is going to come. It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely Deadpool versus Hulk or something in that mm-hmm. nature. Because Ryan um, Reynolds is silly enough. And so is Mark. Yeah. 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 Well, and he played a great straight man in mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok. I mean, he's just showing up being like, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. that's when Thor is like really going through it. And he's just like, oh, no, I'm being, I'm being silly. Um, so exactly, I, I can see it very easily. That's exactly how that was. That's how Chris Hemsworth sounds. I was no, like, no, is, Brian, that, Chris, Brian, is that Brian, Chris Hemsworth Brian, on the screen right now? Brian, Brian, I was not making fun of you. I was saying that that's how I, I might have took him on. No, might have been. Don't do this. I can't, <laughs> I can't do a Chris Hemsworth impression. So let me tell yeah. you about Doug. Let me tell you about Doug. Doug has been tell on me the about page him. for the past two weeks. The entire game, Brian, Brian, Doug was on that man's ass. The entire game about really? his Achilles. Oh, oh, <laughs> I brought it up he did not time. let it go. And when they wow. lost, he said, "You know what's the most fucked up part? That guy lost with a pop the keys by not playing <laughs> in the game. It was the most fucked up shit. <laughs> it was so fucked. This dude is crazy. I mean, Doug does t- does tend to fixate on things. So he does. I, I do. No, that. no, does. that doesn't sound right. Rocket fire. Oh, I will also say this. Okay, so really quick before we pivoted to trailers, Ryan. yeah. So rocket fire explosion. I didn't yes. expect anybody to like follow up with that. Okay. But I was messaging somebody who I used to work with in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, okay. Shout out, shout out to Zach. And I sent him like a recipe for something that I cooked. He's like, hey, that looks really good. Can you send it? I sent it to him. He goes, hey, thanks for sending this. He goes, and I've been watching all of the Rock of Fire explosion videos because of you. And yes. I went, you're welcome for the recipe. Sorry for the curse. Like, it, <laughs> like and I, so I can't believe if, this. If anything, I feel encouraged to be yeah. this version of myself. We love, love it. it. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. Is that know. a is that a 
Is that a song or just uh, a phrase? It's a phrase I say. Sounds okay. like an Usher lyric. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like an Usher is, lyric. Is I mean, I don't think so. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. But anyway, sound Hire me, Usher. But gentlemen, one of the. Could you imagine that tour? That Brian would be the best <laughs> tour. I want best. Brian to do all of Usher's you mean residency with the him. guy Ooh. who is as smooth as butter. And then I come out and it's like, hey, gee, golly, Willikers, everybody. Sure is great no. to see you. You know, you know how I see this going. I feel like Usher will be Usher because we know Usher, right? We do. But then Personally. you'll fuck around and Brian will be the smooth. Because don't forget, y'all. Don't forget Brian got three kids and a beautiful wife and uh, a happy uh, wife. Uh, so don't be don't be fooled <laughs> by all this reading books and all this other stuff, this infinite knowledge. Brian gonna come out there and be the smoothest motherfucker out there. And we're gonna be like, what the fuck? Who the, who the hell is this? Oh, it's gonna be it's Brian, man. And Maggie's gonna be like, that's why I fell in love with him. Like, that's, right? I can see it, it happening. I can that's, see it. You know what? That sounds a lot more. That that's sounds awesome. You know what I mean? That sounds possible. Oh it's, um, it's, it's the plot, uh, the plot is too simple for him to just be this Clark Kent guy. He's gonna take that sh- them, them glasses off. It's gonna be yeah, yeah. He, he gonna plot right into it. He gonna plot right into it. Even Peter Parker has an pants? alter ego. Like yeah, you know, you, yeah, you think Peter Parker was pulling Black Widow and MJ and all these other like you know what I mean? No, Black Cat and MJ <laughs> somehow simultaneously yeah. at some point yeah. in time. Greatest <laughs> mystery in comics: that how that, how Peter pulls MJ and Black Cat. No idea. I'll never understand it. No so idea. Bad. Um, Wish gentlemen, we we have. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Usher and speaking of the Super Bowl, there were some announcements yesterday. Yeah, there was uh, a in few. the movie theater realm. Um, I am going right. to do a quick rundown of all of the trailers that we saw. Um. And there's a couple, obviously, we'll spend a little bit more time on, um, but I wanted to definitely kind of run these down. So, A Quiet Place, Day One, yep. Knuckles, Kung mm. Fu Panda 4, Despicable Me 4, Wicked Part 1, Deadpool and Wolverine, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Twisters, The Fall Guy, If, Monkey Man, and Inside Out 2. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, without talking about Let's put a pin in Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah, we'll, we'll want to talk about that one sort of at length of these other ones that came out. Any of these sort of jump out and stand out in terms of trailers that we were particularly excited about? Hmm. I think Monkey Man, Monkey Man is one because I had pretty much seen the rest of those trailers except yeah. for Planet mm-hmm. of the Apes. I love the Planet of the Apes series, so that's one. But Monkey Man stood out more so because of uh, how it got to become a movie. So like mm. it was supposed to be just like dumped on Netflix. Then Jordan Peele loved it so much that he mm-hmm. got behind it and like produced it. One of the producer credit bought it to the big screen. So to see that movie get like bought to the Super Bowl during like a Super Bowl slot, I thought was fire. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. I think Monkey Man probably stands out the most to me, just style mm-hmm. wise. Like because mm-hmm. you look at these other ones and like Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, it's a very known quantity. It looked fine. Like my kids were into it, but like you look at, um, I mean, you look at monkey man and that thing that broke up the visual style of like, I'm not going to, I might be being hyperbolic, but like it's a completely different visual style than the super bowl. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the other trailers like twisters was probably the most traditional trailer I, I saw last night, which 
makes sense because the people yeah. who watch Twister are in their 30s, yeah. like me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi. So I get it. Um, yeah. But no, I, I it stood out. It stood out the most mm-hmm. to me. I think it has, I, I, I'm not going to say it has the most unique premise, but the key players involved, I, it makes it really stand out. Mm-hmm. For me, Monkey Man stood out. Um, and for reference, Monkey Man comes out on April 5th. So we're going to get that one here pretty oh, man, that soon. Is so very soon. Oh, okay. The one that stood out to me, and we have been, we tend to be a little bit critical of Paramount, of Peacock and The Office, but that trailer for If, where they had, where they had Randall Park say, I'm John Krasinski. That was really funny. That was very funny. Like, I laughed out loud for that. And that was just incredible. I couldn't tell you the trailer. I mean, I know what the movie's about, but I couldn't tell you the trailer beyond that moment um, because it was just genuinely a very yeah, very funny moment. No, I enjoyed that. Big year for Ryan Reynolds. It's gonna have oh my Deadpool god and that oh movie god, come out yeah. in the same year. Oh my god, yeah. Good residuals for him. He does this every few years though, where he'll be in like off. three yeah. movies. It felt like it happened like maybe a couple years ago with a uh, guy, the one on Netflix that was also a really good. Okay. Adam's Project, and then yeah. it was like something. Oh, Red like, Notice. Yeah, Red Notice. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So he was in like three projects, and I like yeah. him. I will say here's the other thing I want to say. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start about. I'm gonna talk about this one before I talk about before we jump into Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah, Wicked. Wicked makes me nervous. I want to talk about Wicked. Hmm. Which part? What about Wicked makes you nervous? It looks like cats. Like the visuals are oh, so like cat. It's just. It feels like it was like a big green screen, and then it's just yeah. some folks singing. And I'm. I, I really. I am I am on record. I am on record, hand on the Bible. I am on record as not being somebody who likes musicals, but I genuinely enjoy Wicked. The music is good. It's yeah. probably the musical that if somebody was like, hey, you got tickets to Wicked, I'd be like, oh, I'm excited. That'll be fun. That's the one for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's I, interesting. Okay, I'm learning a lot about you. So that one I really enjoyed. Um when I saw it on the stage in Chicago, actually. Wow. This motherfucker, what? And so, and so, so when I saw all the visuals, I was like, yeah, this looks really cool, but I kept having those fucking cat, like the cat visuals come back in my head and it just kind of made me a little uneasy. So that's just my first knee-jerk reaction. This is the same dude that has not seen A Quiet Place Part 1 or Part 2, by the way. Or any of the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes movies. Or any of the Kingdom of the Planet. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Brian doesn't know what to say. All right. I mean, look, I... the the, Okay. Planet of the Apes is actually probably one of the best sci-fi, the best long-running sci-fi franchises. And I say this as a Star Wars fan. Like, I dare say it has more consistency than Star Wars. Even with a new director, by the way. Because it's yes. not Matt Reeves anymore in this next, um, in this next generation. Like, and it, it finds a way to incorporate everything, too, yeah. by the way. So, like... I, I know I need to watch it. it You'd well, like that. That's your shit, but yeah. I would I, like it. I think, I think it's a good case study in a really well-managed franchise. And a really well-managed story that you want to tell multiple movies uh mm. I, war for the planet of the apes like one of the earlier ones is not my favorite but like it, it it is it is a through line even the mark Wahlberg one has its place um and i don't really like that to I say that i care for that one um but like 
That's my introduction <laughs> in the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, like I don't know. I feel I don't know. I feel like as a long running story, it's one of the ones that have done it best. Yes, it's a good one to keep dipping the pen back into that ink for sure. What is it? So I, I do understand the thing about Wicked, right? Of the right, I, but I I also want to say just to push back a little bit. I think of all movies, that one makes the most sense to look more fantastic mm. oh, yeah, 100%. and now the thing with cats though it, it maybe wasn't a movie i never watched it so i'm just going off of it. the thing that threw me off was the cats themselves like the people right so that yeah. being so disturbing takes away from the film but everything <laughs> else looked like it was okay enough to like the makeup looked good i did not know um that the Wicked Witch was, was um, oh God, I'm forgetting her name. I have to find oh, her. Uh, Cynthia Ervivo. Yes, yes. Thank you, Cynthia Ervivo. Yeah. A talented, super talented. Yeah, and then to be talented. like across from Ariana Grande, like, I think that's fire. I do understand yep. the, the, and it's a part one. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. It's wicked. I, I did part not one. know it was a yeah. part one. When I, you look it up, it says wicked part. When one. you said that, Marcus, I also did not know that, and you wouldn't have known that from watching the trailer because I rewatched some of these today. Because they didn't. There's nothing on the title card that says nope. part one. Nope. But it you makes sense, right? I mean, it makes sense. Like part. I mean, if you remember the musical, the first part is how she became the wicked witch. The second half is spoiler alert alert for wicked her perspective from the wizard of oz so like it's oh. that's that's what that one's about yeah, it's both yeah yeah it's both so i could see you like you know pre-intermission post-intermission not feeling like you have to rush it so i guess i get it i mean i the the only creative choice that i was surprised about is like i understand alphaba is like supposed to be the perkiest blondest person you have met <laughs> at school i i understand the concept i totally get it but i'm looking yeah. at a picture here and like ariana grande is 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 very italian and i and there's a reason i'm saying this like she has dark hair it's very clear she has dark hair mm -hmm. and this movie bleached the hell out of her and, and it's just needs like, to work on her roots in his one I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I bet it's going to look fine. I just, I don't know. I don't know. That look just welcome to be welcome to beauty bit. shops with the films of black and white. Look, uh, look again. I'm not one. I'm not one to usually talk about this. <laughs> that's, like, that's, yeah. that's fucked up. But but it's I, don't know. I just, it's a choice. Ariana yeah. Grande has beautiful brown hair. Like, I don't know. Like, just go with it. I don't know. Maybe but we I'm talked about, but we talked about this with Jessica Alba though, right? When Fantastic exactly. Four Exactly. You know, like they bleached the shit out of her and then it fucked up her hair. So whether yeah. it's a wig or they bleached it or it could be CGI nowadays, you just never know. I mean it's a That's good point. true. That's yeah, true. That's a very good point. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't want her to get Jessica Alba. I, I me neither. Like that is a good thing like i don't I mean want not without doing the work of her own dance movie ahead of time i mean give her a dance movie all right move on. ariana move grande on. honey it makes too that much sense. that it makes too much way sense. too much it's, sense. it's kind of disturbing yeah. that we ushered that, that into existence you, you guys the world that's disgusting how anyway it is. wicked as a movie looks fine i'm actually very excited for this i'm very excited to hear gravity very excited to hear yeah. popular from these two um, oh, yeah. the music with those two is going to yeah. be another it's, level. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those things that everybody mm -hmm. is going to be listening. I to hope they have soundtrack. a sing off. Yeah, I mean they do, and the, they kind of do. In the play, oh, nice. they kind of do. Yeah, um, uh -uh. yeah. And I mean Ariana Grande is is an incredible vocalist. 
and say, I haven't heard Cynthia Arrivo oh, sing as much. Brian, so I'm very, might, very excited. You might shed a tear when you listen if you just Google it whenever you get a chance. Yeah, I might you need might to might need to do ones. some homework there. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. Um, but we would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about Deadpool 3 now renamed to Deadpool and Wolverine. So no way. there was there was a little uh there was a little teaser um that got Just dropped right when the trailer got hit online um which i kind of want us to talk about about that method because it seemed like everybody was doing that of mm -hmm. like drop the teaser here for 15 seconds of ad time but tell everybody go watch it's available online just Google yeah it. and yeah. that makes sense and marcus brought up a great point yesterday where he was like you can't afford a two-minute spot because it's going to cost no. you six million dollars why inflate your budget just tell them it's online. They're going to go watch it a thousand times there anyway. Like, right. It's going to tell you all you need yeah. to know about how interested people are in that movie via the views. And it isn't, I agree. It isn't cable anymore. So you're not really, I, mm -hmm. I thought about this after the fact, you're not really begging people to, you want people to stay on whatever streamer that you're streaming mm -hmm. through. So Paramount, right. whatever it is, but it's not cable where, you know, people are going to sit there and have to yeah. watch. Yeah. I could click out of it and go to another app yeah. or do something in the meantime. The attention span is just different too now. So well, well yeah. And that, think about that's the, a great point. Yeah, and think about the data. I mean, right. you can't you, your numbers for well, we can't tell how many people are actually interested in Deadpool and Wolverine because there were 50 million people who are watching the Super Bowl, but we yeah. know that there were 13 million people that watched that trailer that many times. Yeah. You as as a studio, you can see so more. You can track the click off too. Yep, right. you can, cl you can yeah. track all of it. Yep, you can track all of it. Yeah, um, it's had 11 million views for one day. The number oof. one trending on YouTube. God for damn. For an entire day. Wow. So, wow. Seeing, seeing shit that you already saw, but this just makes it mm -hmm. official. That's the thing that amazed me the most was the amount of leaks that came out from Deadpool and Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And people didn't give a damn. You know what I mean? Because obviously yeah. you're going to get some new shots. You're going to see some newer things. You're going to get a little bit more hint to what the plot is. But I mean, obviously yeah. Ryan Reynolds did a job well done. Yeah, we'll link the trailer yeah. in the episode description if you haven't watched it already. So that way you can find it. Just go to the episode description. You can find it there. Um, so I don't want to get too much into like what it is. Y'all can watch it for yourself um, to sort of Ooh. talk about like what's available. But were there things that you all noticed from that trailer that made you particularly excited? Just let's talk a little bit about like first impressions of a movie that's been talked about for a while. Like Marcus said, there were a lot of leaks. So gentlemen, thoughts on yeah. Deadpool and Wolverine. Before we do that, I'm sorry. Did we? Mm -hmm. Did you talk about how many people? I just saw this thing pop up on my feed of how many people watched the Super Bowl. I did not. not. We did not. How many people did watch the Super Bowl? The yeah, Super Bowl how many? had a Super Bowl had a viewership of one. This is from Front Office Sports, so take it for what it's worth. Um, on on Twitter, Super Bowl had a viewership of one hundred twenty three point four million, the most watched Super Bowl ever. The most Does that really? Now I have a question. Does that? Does it include TVs at the stadium? What? No, it's only the Nielsen. It's only the Nielsen oh, the, family. You had, right. The, the, because the guy who was watching it who tore his Achilles, he was should wow. be counted since he was there probably so watching the game from the hospital. Fucked up. I don't. Dude. That is so fucked up. Dude. So fucked up. That is so fucked up. Dude, I hope, I hope, man. man, if you ever meet him, man, like he he's gonna be and I will be like, please, please go right ahead. Go right ahead, sir. Do what that's, you need to do. That's fucked up. To man. be honest, to be honest, if he's showing up, I'm like, all right, let's get it over with. Yeah, you just like, gotta, gotta take it. Like, yeah, yeah. I've earned this. You gotta take it. Also, um, Transformers producer sure confirms that G.I. Joe crossover is coming soon. Oh, thank 
Interesting. So, all right, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, but anyway, Deadpool and Wolverine. Anything that jumped out at y'all that you're particularly excited about with this particular trailer? Look, I want to start off basic. For anybody that listens to the podcast, our listeners know I'm a huge Succession fan. And my guy, Matthew McFadden, who mm-hmm. is the suit at the TVA, got a solid 30 seconds in this trailer mm-hmm. explaining everything to Wade. So I'm just hyped for him. I really like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. I am just arrested by any performance that he does. And I think he's going to be a perfect fit for the TVA. Yeah. And he's not an unnamed. I mean, according to all the things that I've read, and if you look him up on IMDb, he is not just an unnamed suit. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's, he's not. Go he's ahead. got a car. He has a real like title, okay. like superhero okay. kind of name. OK, he's not listed on IMDb. But again, IMDb is user run. So, you know, yeah. I could change tomorrow. Yeah, um, much good. But yeah, uh, no, I'm just happy for my guy, Matthew McFadden. Yeah, me too. Marcus, thoughts on the trailer? Uh, Samuel Jackson said he wants a Disney Plus Star this Wars is show. Not what I, this is not what I asked But are you listening, I asked, to, but are you listening know, to what I'm saying? Great, we can talk but about listen it. To what after, I'm but listen, heard, just listen to what I'm saying. Just listen to what I'm saying. Answer the For question. the listeners. Okay. I want an answer to the question. Uh, no, I think um, I liked everything in it. Uh, I like that they pretty much gave the premise for what this is exactly right like mm-hmm. they're gonna come over to the mcu they just plucked his ass what well, seems like they just plucked his ass right out of the mcu i love that whatever was canon in the post-credit scene for deadpool 2 like all of that stuff was still there his wife is yep. still there it seems like they have a kid it seems like they had a um they had a shot of them in mm-hmm. a school or something like that having a meeting yep. i don't really know but i liked all of that i like the suit that's the first thing that stood oh, out to me. Suit is great. It's a mm-hmm. very Marvel MCU suit. It's spot on. It's like redder. It is Deadpoolish. Um, and I and I liked, excuse me, the movie, the music behind it. I liked all of the mm-hmm. action sequences that we got with some of the gunplay that he was doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. gave me a lot of good hopes for what to look for. Yeah, Doug, if I could butt in before you chime, please. In. I do. I do. As wanna... long as it's not about Mace Windu. As long as it's about. The Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. During Black History Month. It is. It is. That's fine. But if I had asked about it. (laughs) So something I've been obsessed with. So uh, listeners, I've put on an image. (laughs) I've put on an image from the trailer. And you have a log in the foreground. Behind that is Deadpool. And then behind that, it's like a snowy forest. And you see like an overturned vehicle. Now, I just want to put this out there, folks. This is Avengers. This is Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron. It is Age of Ultron. It's that cool. is that looks very it's much cool, like yeah. the forest Hydra was hiding out in. Yeah. That is all. I'm excited. I feel like there's a lot can happen here. That is yeah. all. Man. Um, take it away, Doug. I am also excited about this because there are people who are in this trailer that in the last Deadpool movie were actively killed. Yeah. So the members of X Force yeah. were dead. A lot. So yeah, they were, we are yeah. we are no not surprised that the TVA is showing up. Wade obviously went back and like grabbed them all before it happened and brought them to yeah to the timeline he's in so i I, I want to start there there's also a couple of cameos in this that i think are worth noting yes. um the old pyro from the original fox yep. series That's is in there which is amazing. absolutely awesome and then there's a gentleman in there that looks awfully similar to dr doom i rewatched yes. this trailer i paused it at that I'll exact it moment it is a it looks very very close to a doom-esque character maybe it's a doom bot maybe it's dr doom himself 
I don't know, but there's something going on there that could be something. Um, there's also a lot of hints at secret wars. There's an Easter egg yes. when yes, Wade are. is lying on the ground. There's an old comic book cover. It's secret wars there. That's what I'm currently talking so, about. For our listeners, I, we have a side by side here. IGN uh, did a did a quick blurb about it, and someone turned up the brightness on this image. It looks really fuzzy, but that's that's what happens mm-hmm. when you turn up the brightness when you it film is. something in a film grain. And this, I'm not going to say it's a one to one doom mask. But close. You're evoking a vibe here. Now, I am. I I definitely think that this looks more of like a doom bot or a doom henchman. But yeah, I could believe that. It's 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 got the vibes, hundred mm-hmm. yep. percent. It's given off the vibe for sure. So so I'm excited about that. All in all, I think this this movie for me, I'm particularly pumped about. I was really excited to see Wolverine, white suit Wolverine, or Wolverine Patch. Um, yeah. So there's obviously going to be a portion of this that takes place in Madripoor, which I'm particular, which could be exciting. Um, so oh, this, interesting. This, yeah, Pat Patch exclusively lives in Madripoor. He was sent there by Nick Fury to be like basically undercover with all of the seeding CD dealings that are going on. So he's not even like Wolverine there. He's pretending to be somebody else. So, and not to like pile on here, but there's a lot to pile on. Well, in Falcon and the winter soldier, Sharon Carter is mm-hmm. hiding out at Madripoor. It, so it, it would, it could make sense. Could so, yeah. be something. Yep. But anyway, I'm excited. This movie comes out in the middle of summer blockbuster season. So July 26th, 2024. I would anticipate as we get closer to May, we will more than likely get another trailer at some point in time. This is just the first one. We'll get another one here shortly. Um, But all in all, was excited about it. Um, They've done a lot of like promo art of like the friendship bracelets uh uh what's her name um ryan reynolds's wife was wearing blake lively blake, blake lively. lively blake lively was wearing the deadpool wolverine was she really but at the super bowl oh, so man, yeah a lot of stuff going on that man just has it all huh? he just talented he really, he really does handsome, he really, he's got a soccer team. beautiful wife soccer team now, Marcus, you wanted to talk about Mace Windu. You wanted to talk about Samuel L. Jackson. Please let us let's pivot back because that was a know. parking lot, not a cut. It was a parking know. lot. I don't know if I want to talk about it now. Well, that's what's your choice. Cut that, cut that black man down during Black History Month. That's fucked up. I mean, not nope. <laughs> Nope, no, nope, just nope. straight up. Nope. No, I mean, no, that's not what I did. No, that's... um, I'm excited for Deadpool and Wolverine. I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk it up too much before I move on. And I guess that's fair. I don't want to build up my excitement because I have this thing about, you know, getting too happy about the things that I like. I know that this is going to be good because of the people involved. And yeah, if we're being yeah. honest, there has not been a bad Deadpool movie. Both of them no. hold up. The first is still as good as the second. And sometimes mm-hmm. I swap between which is better. I think this is going to be good. I'm glad they brought back Hugh Jackman. There's going to be a lot of cameos in this, like X-23 yeah. is rumored to come back. Um, Patrick Stewart is also rumored to come back. So, like, there's it's a lot of pieces. I know that this is also going to connect to the bigger mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. And I, the biggest I, thing is, like, this is just a teaser. It's still just listed as a teaser trailer still. Yeah. I mean, um, this, this movie, I, I feel kind of bad for it only because this movie has its work cut out for itself yeah. and the expectations oh, yeah. are sky high. And I also, I also feel like from a business standpoint, 
the Marvel has to get this right. They mm-hmm. have they ha- and it and I, the way they've set up their model, this has to be a grand slam. It can't be just a home run. This has uh, got to be the movie of the summer. This has yeah, to be Barbie. This is the only movie that they're releasing. And it, like, because I, I feel like what we're going to do here is th- this is going to be part Deadpool, part Wolverine, part custodians of the multiverse. Yeah. And they're going to go around killing shit that doesn't work. I would not be surprised if they show up in Secret Invasion and they're like, this never happened. Yeah. yeah Secret Invasion you know? still feels like the reboot, if I'm being honest. Secret Invasion, I could go on and on about. Uh, <laughs> wow, just what a slew of decisions. With oh, such not talent. Secret Invasion. I'm sorry, Secret Wars. Oh, yeah, the Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this. I feel like this is how you do it. This is how you get to Secret Wars. I mean, you just trap Wolverine and Deadpool there, and that's a great place to meet up in your mm-hmm. movie. Yep, that's yep. right. Yeah, great point. Uh, Marcus, uh, Samuel Jackson said he wants he wants to a uh, Mace Windu movie this so is empire, empire yeah, Online, or a mace windu disney plus show something like that because he said he's still alive so do it so i feel like once again this is me asking while the black man is still healthy and alive and he's still kicking and willing to want to be in these roles like this is the time to do a mace windu series i still have my pitch for a younger mace windu um like you know and you know looking back and telling these stories of his older self and the older self looking back and telling these soldiers of his younger self little hip-hop mixed in there ryan coogler still directing that film like i still if you got him directing a film with michael b jordan with twin vampires and apparently that's like a yeah. big hit, then yeah like we can make this i mean i want to see it whether it's black history month or not, I want to see Mace Windu up there swinging his weight with his lightsaber. Like I am all for uh, that happening. So yes, right. That sounded like I have a black friend. <laughs> That's what I wanted it to sound like. Black history I'm not. I love I mean, all Jedi's man. I mean, all all stories oh, are equally they'd, important. They'd and... be insufferable. They would be so. Oh my gosh, I can just see it now. Like, well, oh, they gonna be pissed when Beyonce drops her country album. You must. Oh, oh, oh man, that, we haven't even talked. Yeah, we haven't even brought up Beyonce. We yet. didn't bring man. up Queen B at all. The I amount mean, of racial slurs that are gonna come, you are gonna hear some shit that you have never heard in your life before when she take over the all of the 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 country the C- charts, the CMAs, as it were. They were already uh, mad at her once. For yeah, the they CMAs. were. They were mad at her once in the CMAs. I mean, yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I come from the north, so I don't like. <laughs> Haven't... Why'd you say it like that, Brian? I I mean there there are things that like I still distinctly do not experience growing up like oh. in the in the north. Oh, yeah. So like yeah. what Marcus is talking about, like I would I wouldn't have any idea what they what what they would say. I would probably be I'd be I gobsmacked. In, I lived I'd probably in need to leave. A, I lived in Kentucky for a little while, so I could guess. Whatever whatever <laughs> I the, say, I, I'm not gonna say it because I just it'd be hell horrible. Well, but I, I also want to. I also want to point out, it's not that like Northerners are, are better. Northerners have this thing Brian. where like they just don't talk. Like the silence is what they do. So like they'll be like, oh, you see that new guy at work? And everyone's like, yeah. Mm. Oh, got it. <laughs> I like, heard that loud and clear. Yep, got and it. it's the passive aggressiveness, right? It. Like it's right. not overt. Got he it. comes from such a uh, interesting background colorful background bingo yeah like i want to clarify this like i'm not saying the north is better 
Well, I mean, the Civil War settled that, Brian. So, well, I mean, well, yes, I mean, the North (laughs) clearly, clearly had thoughts about this. They, they, they had a whole war about it. It's gonna drive to my house, (laughs) and he's just gonna beat the shit out of me. I feel like. It's February 12th. I'm just marking the date. <laughs> we got at least three more episodes on, this y'all. month. Come on, so y'all. We, got, we, gotta, gotta, uh, we should probably we should probably veer back <laughs> Beyonce. No, Beyonce's commercial was fire. Um, the Verizon oh, yeah. commercial. Uh, I, with I Tony Hale? Yeah. With Tony Hale. I love Tony Hale. And what an interesting pairing, too, right? Tony Hale and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was good. And the way that she dropped it, like, you know, you go through all these different scenarios mm-hmm. and testing the Verizon connection and yep. she ends a commercial by saying drop the music yep. and immediately I picked up my phone and said oh this That's motherfucker drop the music first thing that he did yep. yeah I I yep. so I was putting my child to bed when this happened so I didn't learn about any of this until I went on social media and I was like oh I missed it I missed the Beyonce moment um I thought it was a concert I thought it was like a series of concerts oh. at first mm-hmm. but then I realized it was not hmm. I could see how I could see how you. I yeah, could I could do. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. she she dropped one song on Spotify. Yeah, I forgot the name of it, and then she dropped another one called Sixteen Carriages." Texas and apparently Hold'em. Texas yep. Hold'em. Thank you. Texas Hold'em was the first song on Spotify. Sixteen Carriages" was the other one on just on title for a little bit, and it's a follow up to her first, uh, well, her la- her last right. album, which was called "Act One," and it was an all EDM party. Dan- it was like a yeah. dance album a little bit. Uh, yeah. And now this one is supposed supposedly all country, and then she'll have a part three, which people are thinking will be all rock or something of the sort. Huh. That's the rumor. Huh. And I they were, they nailed it with the second was all country. I, I, was yeah, like, I don't oh, hate man. that. I yeah. mean, because if you go to Lemonade, she has tracks on there that are country vibes. I have to look. It's the one about dad, her dad, or something like that. Oh, yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember the track at the yeah. top of my head, but I remember listening to that, and I was like. Should Beyonce do country? And the answer is yes, always yes. Um, so I'm excited about it. And I'm not a big country person. I'm mm-hmm. more of like like I'm more of like a Zach Bryan type country folk person. But we talked about if, that too. Bluegrass. We also talked about that. Yeah, yep. but I feel like Beyonce can do it. Like mm-hmm. she's so talented that she could probably run laps on a yep. few folks. Yep. Mm. So. And if she does a rock album, I'm I, I will be first in line because I, I feel like that could be man because she has history again on Lemonade with um J- Jack White White Stripes yep. she, oh, rock yeah album, which was a flipping banger by the way so anyway I'm getting hyped I, I love Brian yeah he gets I like it I, I like Brian. it I like I it. mean Lemonade like Lemonade is it it is the the it is the no skip album like can i just can i say something without yeah. being judged daddy lessons is that the track you were thinking of brian yes okay sorry i wanted to look it up no you're fine no you're fine so um here's my here's my thought i'm a fan of beyonce of course She's in texas we i just don't run to listen to beyonce i support no. her in whatever she does like but mm-hmm. if you're asking me, did I listen to the album in the first maybe month it dropped? No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's a, but I do support. So when I hear this stuff, it's like when I get to it, I'll get to it. Like when I heard Lemonade mm-hmm. the album, it was it was like months after it came out. And I was like, hey, yeah. did y'all know that this was like a really good hold up? <laughs> I was like, damn, this shit is fire as hell. Bro, I, Doug, we know you haven't listened to it. Put your hand down. Thank you. Um, 
But yeah, Wait, I, I feel like no, stop. Everything right. stop. Stop the podcast. Right. I'm gonna wake my kids up. I'm gonna stop them from sleeping. I'm gonna get Maggie down here. You have, sir. I'm sorry. I'm gonna pull back here. I need to regulate my emotions. Doug Wagner, yes or no? Have you listened to Beyonce's album titled Lemonade? Um at this time I'm gonna plead the fifth to avoid that states that I will not I cannot incriminate my incriminate myself in a court of law. Matt Murdoch can't save your ass. He goes, Matt, me and Brian are on the way to whoop your ass. Brian and the Brian. Not, I'm not even mad. Like you like it's it is um, <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, I'm not even disappointed. Like it I'm like it is finally. It is just it's a foundational album finally. not only for Beyonce, but just like just the range of what an artist yeah. like it, it what an artist can do like it's it's man I, it's so hard to compare but it's just like your your bob dylan's your jimmy hendrix's who can just they just start playing and it's good music timeless it's they, it's that like it's a, it's, a it's a modern day that it really yeah. is i will listen to it yes but i also want to say I know I'm setting the bar way high for expectations. No, well, it's not good, even that. Though. But this is this is part of my this is part of my issue sometimes when we okay. Brian illustrated a point really well to me, and and people fall into this like music is such a subjective thing. It is. It's such a subjective thing for some, and so when someone's like, like for me, for you, to, for someone to say like, oh man, it is it is up there with Bob Dylan for me. Like I grew up with. Like that was sure. my bread and butter, and sure. was I listened to that shit like all the time. And all so when someone yes. when, when someone like puts it up there, I'm like, that's a big statement. So like I I so what I'm saying is it's like I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, yeah you've 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 set some expectations. I mean, can I can I? And this I wanna, better change my life. But here here's the thing though. I, I feel like I want to throw in there a little bit as a caveat. As a caveat. Yep, you got it. Yeah, as a caveat, you got it. nailed it. Um. I feel like part of loving Beyonce and that high level that Brian is putting her to is hearing her growth. Like you have to hear how she grew to be able to be this trans in trans transcendent, 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 like Michael Jackson, Mm. these timeless artists we're talking about. Brian is absolutely right. She is like a Bob Dylan, Michael Jackson, Prince in that caliber. Um, what people, how people, and this is not a knock or a comparison Mm -hmm. at all. The way that people talk about Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. is what Beyonce is to me as I recognize her as a icon. Uh I agree. I agree. Timeless across, like talented can do anything. Like her doing a country album is her doing it because she can essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. And she's never going to do anything that isn't going to be successful. Like I haven't heard an album being a bad album mm. from Beyonce. Does that make sense? So yeah. it's like he's right, but I think a part of the appreciation for her is you got to watch the documentary for um, Homecoming on Netflix. I think it was Homecoming. Yeah. You got to see how she had the baby and then was dancing her ass off and then was struggling through all these things while she was having kids, trying to put on this best performance and then see her do this dance and be like, "God damn, you did a whole show like that." That's mm-hmm. part of the beauty, I think, of Beyonce. Oh, For yeah. Me, I also I, think it's kind of what Taylor Swift is missing is she's talented, a fun, a, a really good writer. I will say that. Like, 
She's yeah. a good writer. It's not my type of music, but I think right. when you add that component in of that hustle and hard work physically with the dancing, that is something that is like, well, fuck. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, I don't yeah. even think Taylor Swift would argue that she's a better right. dancer than Beyonce. No. I think Taylor Swift would be on this podcast being like, no, I cannot. And that's I'm not her Taylor thing, right? Beyonce. We can't expect that to just be. Well, Marcus, you and I, you and I, Marcus, you and I talked about this a little bit last night. It, I don't think that Taylor could wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to do a rap album and mm. it to go perfectly. Yeah. Right. We did. Talk Beyonce, about her go Beyonce could Beyonce could wake up, woke up and said, you know yeah. what? Country. And she's going to crush that shit. Like, like it, I said, she's got the range. She's mm -hmm. got the range. She knows she's just so confident in knowing who she is as an artist and as a performer and as someone who puts music together comes and, from it too, though. and i can say that without having listened to it because that's just the status that she mm -hmm. is at this well, point in time and i do need to slow my roll a little bit because like even as a kid in like 99 percent white plymouth minnesota suburb <laughs> very white i was like have y'all listened to destiny's child and everybody was like what are you talking yeah. about yeah. i was like, like destiny's oh. child is it like this this is this is the moment mm -hmm. and people thought I was nuts for liking oh it. God. And you know what? Yeah. And it's, you know, what's so it's funny good. about that, Brian, like that was, that was like middle school, high school for you. Oh, I got dragged. Yeah. Yeah. That's me, mm -hmm. me, Brian, Brian. I listened to, like, it was Led Zeppelin for me nonstop. Yep. Like I most, yep. this yep. sounds like me being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian sake. And don't get me yeah. wrong. That is my shit. I enjoy mm -hmm. that to the mm -hmm. nth degree. It's my favorite, especially mm -hmm. when Marcus is mad about it. Um, but in all, <laughs> all all honesty, pop music was never something that like I got into. Like it just it wasn't it wasn't the sound I gravitated toward. And yeah. that's why a lot of this stuff has been fun as an adult to go back now that I have different musical tastes mm, to go back sure. and discover it that's to be good. like, holy shit, this is really good. And like Man. I remember like there are times like I've like run up to Marcus when I was like in the muck and I was like, have you heard this song? He's like, <laughs> Doug, yes. Like it, it. And he's so nice. He doesn't do that. He Man. should, but he, he doesn't. And he'll be like, oh yeah, that song. Yeah. I love that song. And I'm like, yeah, I heard it for the first time I, today. I it was really good. Go ahead, to, to me, that's a... Sorry. No, go ahead, Brian. Uh, Doug, I want to make you a playlist of, like, pop bangers. Because, mm -hmm. like, right now, immediately to mind is, like, the, the Drive Me Crazy Britney Stop remix, mm -hmm. which is, like... Yeah, a lot of people have other songs of hers that are, like, number one. But, like, that song, that it speaks to me. And it's also, like, very impressively... Mm -hmm. Like, it's impressive in a lyrical, stylistic... And she sings well on the record, you know? So anyway, I'll make you a playlist. I, I think should, that's fun. You know what I should do? We should trade playlists. Well, like, like you know, it'd be really fun to do like a, what was your high school playlist? Like, what were the songs that were just like on repeat for you? Like, and yeah, I can uh, give you, I can give you mine. You can give me yours and we can compare notes. And then Marcus can give us his, but those were like songs that were on repeat for us in college. Man, my I know. And that's so it's <laughs> yeah. But uh, you yeah. know what's funny? That time of the that time of the year for me, a lot of my shit was on SoundCloud at that time in high school. Like I yeah. remember yeah. vividly being at the bus stop waiting for the bus. It's cold, you know, it's like back when your yeah, parents yeah. Used to actually like make you ride the bus, you gotta wait for it. Yep. Oh and yeah, having the the uh, gummy headphones from uh -huh. Walmart in my ear, and wow. I remember listening to all of these freestyles that were on YouTube that you downloaded mm -hmm. to put on your little MP3 player, and a lot of my stuff came from SoundCloud. 
um, I grew up in the prime time Lil Wayne era. Like, don't get you it did, fucked up. You were like mixtape Lil Wayne. Yeah, era. I was like, I was like, I was like the Carter three. Mm, so yep. it's always funny because when I tell that story, is like I didn't start listening. I wasn't allowed to or didn't start listening to hip hop mm-hmm. music until I got to high school or eighth grade. Um, because it was like, oh, we're in church and you're not supposed to do that. And then all of a sudden my mom was like, it's about moderation. So just like figure it out. And so um, because at the time I hated Jay-Z. I hated Jay-Z. I thought Jay-Z was over fucking rated when I was in high school. Absolutely refused to listen to Jay-Z until I listened to, ironically, it was Blueprint 3, which is not his best product, not his best Blueprint. But it was the one that gave me introduction to be like, oh, I was tripping big time. Big time, yeah, yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Brian is flabbergasted. By but now you can't tell me shit about Jay. You can't, like, you cannot tell me he, shit about Jay Z. He, he, he's, he's so instrumental mm-hmm. in the modern day of all of, of hip hop and rap. Like, not only rap, but like just the scene in hip hop. Mm-hmm. I just that surprises me. I'm very glad you like his music. I mean, my 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 first, the first rapper that I liked was. Um, it was Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is the okay. guy I craft mm-hmm. my music after. It is like that whole Marcus J and the J stands for. I did that a lot when I was like first coming up. I got that from Wayne. Weezy F Baby and the F is for phenomenal. F and the F is for whatever. And the F, like I got that from Wayne. And it wasn't wow. to some of these people you have to grow into, which is why yes, I don't give Doug I a agree. hard time about not knowing certain artists because culturally a lot of that shit sticks differently for me in the moment and time we were at. Culturally, mm-hmm. I remember when I first heard Drake's uh, comeback season. I'm listening to that mixtape on the bus, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Have y'all heard of this dude named Drake?" And then, like <laughs> a month later, his song is like, "All, all girl, uh, every girl, every girl, I want to fuck every girl in the world." Is on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, what I mean, I don't know. I just love music though. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Beyonce album. I'm excited to. I, like, I'm excited I'm, to I'm see where she I'm goes with it. Yep. That was a that was a rabbit hole. I didn't mean to go down there, but I'm fun. glad we did though. It was a great discussion. Um, I do want to spend just a smidgen bit of time talking about Percy Jackson and yeah, let's do it. Um, so all of those, all seven, yeah, eight, 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 eight episodes, all eight episodes of that are on uh, Disney Plus, so mm-hmm. you can go and yes, watch they them are. right now. This is a little bit of a spoiler alert because we're going to talk a little bit about the finale, but we're also going to talk about bits of the show um this story do we want to do a barbershop summary we could just do like a quick little i mean it doesn't need to yeah Um, i'll give you a quick synopsis i mean this is this is the percy jackson that like remember the movie that came back that came out like back when i was like i don't know like 2008 (laughs) um 2008 2009 this is that same sort of storyline kid discovers that there are real greek gods and goddesses they have kids here on earth called demigods and he discovers what it is to be, you know, a son of Poseidon. Um, yep. And so they they split it up into nine different um, episodes on Disney plus. I really enjoyed this show. Like I thought it was very, very good. The yes. first two were a little slow, like, like yes. looking back on like where we're at, like those, they were a little bit of a slog to get into at first. But man, once they really start getting into the like, once the edge shows up, I was like, okay, all right. Once <laughs> edge shows up, I'm like, all right. So we've got a god of war here, like, and so I think they just it was it was well done, and I enjoyed it. But uh, gentlemen, thoughts on either the finale or the series itself overall? Uh, okay, I understand why the first two were so slow. Um, that's yeah. why they dropped them both at the same time. 
Yep. I think um, I enjoyed this series. I really like the leads in it. They didn't yeah. get on my nerves because yep. it's easy for kids to get on your nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, but is. I enjoyed that a lot. And I wanted more. It's one of those situations where, like, I know that they just got renewed for a season two. They but did. I, I did want a little bit more. Like, the finale felt a little bit lackluster a little bit. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I can say that. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Yeah. So Walter Scoble plays Percy Jackson. Leah Jeffries plays Annabeth Chase. Orion Simadri plays Grover Underwood. Um, Virginia Cull plays Sally Jackson. Um, and then they've got some other folks in here that are like really Megan Mullally's in this. She plays Electo. She is. You can't tell it's her. Like she she's the, a whole different vibe. Makeup department movie. should be nominated. Like yeah. I couldn't tell. Um, Jason Manzukis is Dionysus, which I thought was a great casting. I love Zook. excellent casting. Love to see him there. Um, and then Adam Adam Edge Copeland plays Ares, the God of War. But really, like the casting. highlight. Um, what is that man's name who played um, Zeus? Give me a minute. I gotta, oh, oh, Lance Reddick. Yeah, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Uh, rest, rest, in peace, rest, rest in peace. Lance Reddick, rest in peace, um, is incredible. Like he he played Zeus in this. Um, and I really, really, wow. really just loved I loved that. Like I thought he did a good Zeus. I will miss the moments where he is an actor and in the roles that he was in are able to do such masterful work with these like get the fuck out of my face moments yeah. because he says them in such a way he delivered those lines in such a way where it was like, you know, when you really, someone's like really mad and they talk like really quiet. Mm-hmm. Like I need you to knock that shit off mm-hmm. or I am yeah. going to come over there. Yeah. Like that, that level of like ominous speaking like that. He did that so well. And even in this, when he was like to escape with your life, is good enough like you're like Percy yeah. get the fuck out of like get like yeah. walk away little boy like, like this is not a dude to mess with what no. are you doing little boy yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you know it's good and I agree with everything with Lance Reddick and it's not just because he passed he's always like that always the way that you deliver through your body language the way you deliver your lines vocally it all mm-hmm. matters right um I just want I want to see what they do with this the next time there's a mm-hmm. lot of here's my issue with it Mm-hmm. And it's probably something very minute that only just affected Marcus. The tone of the show didn't match the severity of the situations that were happening at times. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I could see that. You know, Percy yeah. is getting turned into gold in this chair. Um, and, you know, they are bringing the emotion. It just feels like the tone of the show either rushes these moments or it's very lighthearted about some like the betrayal of spoiler alert also, mm-hmm. but like um, the yeah. betrayal of Percy by his best friend, Luke, like that felt like it should have been more, I don't know, dramatic, drawn out a little bit. Like they don't live in these moments too long for me, I guess. There was, so it's very aware that they're dealing with heavy topics, but their primary audience is children. Yes. So yeah. this uh-huh. is from a writing perspective. It's like, how deep do you go? How much do you back off? Yeah, um, this is, you know, you're aiming this at probably like seven to 10 year olds, right? Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. maybe teenagers, maybe. Um, and so I think the reason for that, Marcus, is like this kind of nod and wink of like, <laughs> Percy almost got killed falling to his death, but 
He's okay. Let's move on. Oh my um, god, his like, mom is in Greek hell. You guys, yeah. like that is, yeah. so, <laughs> it's kind of wacky. And I, you know, I watched this with my seven year old, mm-hmm. and he loved every minute of it. But he, he did get scared at parts. Oh, got um, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so at that you? point, right, it's like, okay, so like you're making this for kids, but it's you know he's on the younger end, but he's still getting scared, and he's it's kind of putting like a wrench in the works so like you don't go less scary though because it's already Mm -hmm. i feel like it's already at the level it it needs to be it pushes the envelopes pretty pretty well um especially the medusa stuff yeah yes the medusa medusa was well done yeah Yeah. and that actress was from the flash she was um congrats to her i'm glad to see her working and I will say, like, that's where I started to, like, really fall in love with the show was when they started to do that Medusa stuff. And she's starting to say, mm-hmm. like, it was your father that did this to yep. me. Because then I'm remembering, like, all of the, like, Greek mythology yeah. in the back end where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, he he most definitely well, did. Like, and, I, and, the, and like, this show excels <laughs> so well in being like a post, like a post myth kind mm-hmm. of landscape. We don't have to relive all those stories. We don't need to do we that. know them. Yeah, other franchises could take a hint, like Medusa saying the one line: "You either got it or you don't." There's a snake lady in the house; you gotta mm-hmm. watch out, right? Um, so I, I agree with you, Mark. Brian, there's a snake oh. lady in the house. I mean, watch out! Yourself. There's a snake lady in the house. You don't know snake. Greek myth? That's okay, snake yeah. lady. Yeah, um, but uh, like I agree with you, Marcus. It didn't know the right balance, and I'm not saying I know the right balance. I don't either. I like Liam was super into some parts, like the oh gosh, let me find it. The uh, not the demi gorgon that is not in this show. The chimera. Oh, when the chimera showed up, he yeah. was all about that. He couldn't get enough. He wanted to rewatch it immediately. Loved seeing the monsters. So um, I well, don't know what the right balance is. I don't either, and that's a good point. And I think it's a reminder that it brings up the question that we always got to ask: Who is this for? Right. Yeah. Like people who review this show are going to be our age, around our age, or kind of around the same demographic. But is this show to introduce Percy Jackson to Liam's and Harrison's and Harper's? You know what I mean? And like, if that's the case, Marcus, there's shows for Marcus to watch that will address those topics and have that tone specifically. And maybe this isn't that show and it's not for me to critique that. And that's fine with me. That's okay. I think at the same time, though, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to, to decide what direction to go to because the Lightning Thief was published in 2005. Mm-hmm. So, like Marcus, to your point, people that grew up reading these books, it's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, if We're you're doing something like this, you're gonna want to appeal to the people who saw the movies or read the books 20 at years. At least ago. a little. At least a little bit. Brian, have um, you read the books? I have. Yes. How did you find that? I mean, the obviously the movie adaptation is a little little gobbledygook, little but like the uh, the but this one, did you find that it was pretty close? Or I mean, obviously it's never going to be spot on. It shouldn't be, but like, is did you find that it was at least true to the source material for the most part? It was definitely true to the spirit. It was it was not one to one, and okay. that's okay because that's in, fine. The, in the book format, you're getting a lot more internal dialogue from percy oh, sure that makes um, sense and, and one of the things well. that drew me to this is because percy thinks he is dyslexic um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the story and when someone told me that i was like i'm all in and then they find out it's like no you read greek letters weird you just 
you're not dyslexic. And I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer, but still okay. They like he's dyslexic, and that yeah, is that's that I can see myself in there, and that's you know helpful. I'll go to one of the other white hetero heroes I see in my. Well, man, that's interesting because I took it as <laughs> I mean, I'm being serious. Like, is it as no, no, a no, no, no. There's, person? It's there's, like there's eh, another one. And also, there. like, I gotta check myself. Like, I have media. Hold on, let me let me go into the big chest where I had keep all of the other ones that are just for me. <laughs> white hetero hero is it is the, white hetero the, hero. That's right? the AKA that for this is, episode. That is the AKA for that this episode. episode. White yeah, hetero, white hetero, hetero. That's the new Power Rangers. That's, that's, the, new, that's, that's, that's the new theme song. Well, hold on, everybody. That's Zordon's theme song. Don't put that in the chat, GBT. Put it's that a light in, in the distance. <laughs> white hetero. Brian's, Brian's, Brian's pushing. I'm not going to. White hetero unite is hilarious. <laughs> That's the January 6th theme song when they went to go <laughs> over the Capitol. Oh no, I just made it for them, didn't that I? Was, yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna make it a rock song and Trump's gonna walk out. Um, yep. I feel like uh I agree with everything Brian just said and and you know, to a I I I view the dyslexia and reading Greek in a different way of like to me, and that's very interesting that you said that. I read it as like he was still special. He is what the world yeah. would consider dyslexic, um, but it's not. Right. He is. He there's more to it than what the world could understand. Yes. But it's it's 100%. also interesting. Maybe we're saying the same thing. But I read that and was like, that's really cool. I like the fact that hey, I do yeah. have this thing that would most consider would count me out, but this actually makes me above the rest in a different capacity. Mm -hmm. Well, and being like neurodivergent, like I I do want to say I do want to go back. Like I do think it is a good thing to just have someone that shows like school isn't for me. I don't mm -hmm. show up that way. Cause that was me to a T. I, I did not show up well in that environment. And the idea that like, no, you understand the world differently. And like, once you get out of here, it's going to make way more sense to you. Mm -hmm. And like that, that part that resonates with my heart and soul. Like, I agree. I, what you know, I, and to that point, what I thought was really outstanding was I thought that the mom, Percy Jackson's mom, did an yes. outstanding job, especially yes. when he's younger. And she's like, this isn't working for you. We need to find something that works for you. And the level of like desperation and exasperation to give her child like a better life yeah. was so yep. well executed yep. in this. Um, and so tip of the hat, like that was well, well done. Um, she hit a wall. That's the yes. I have my yeah. favorite scene from the finale or second to second to finale was her being in the car and saying like it's a matter of how difficult you want to make this like yep. this is yes. going to happen it's a matter of how difficult you want to make yep. this i'm hitting a wall i have nothing else to offer you i don't have any other options the dad percy's dad shows up and he tells him i'm going to be there for him whenever he calls me um when she asks do you want to see him i loved all of that emotional that awesome. yeah build up to that moment of mm -hmm. him seeing his dad for the first time yeah yep um they didn't bask in that oh i hate my dad i don't want anything to do with you too long now i did like right. that they don't stay in those tropes too long and i know like yeah me too no and i think it is kind of like a bob and weave here of oh, just yeah for sure it is and i think I, we said this in the chat but it is refreshing to see a character that's just like nah like my dad can go to hell mm -hmm. yeah. end of story and i'm moving on with my life like mm -hmm. star wars couldn't do that uh marvel how many marvel films do we have about but it's my dad like 
and I mean, here comes I mean, Percy that's a majority Jackson. of Civil War and right for a majority of majority <laughs> of Tony's to, Tony's life. He didn't think his dad liked him. And then he turns this corner in Civil War. So, right. so like, you know, it's just refreshing to see a kid sort his stuff out and go on his way. It yeah. is refreshing. And I, I that's one of the reasons I hype this show. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I did too. Uh, chat GBT did not want to write me that. Oh, thank God. It's it, a hetero, and it was like, no, 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 no. That's exactly what it said. It said, uh, I have to adhere to certain ethical standards. Writing something that promotes racial superiority violates my ethical standards. Oh. Would you like me? Would you like oh. me to would you like me to write you a song about diversity power rangers? And I said, I've seen it before, but show me what you got. <laughs> I've done that before, Chat GPT. I've on. done that live on a podcast. Oh, no, How the hell does the AI have more moral ground than a half of human beings? Seriously. It's a really Seriously. good question. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I do enjoy that chat GPT was like, oh, all right, let's see what this request is. I'll make your little ditty about white people. No, 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 sir. You need to take your business elsewhere. <laughs> you need to you, you need, need to, to go see to... my cousin chat uh CRT. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> where you, you gotta go. go it did that, uh, they might, uh, it did that for me last night. I tried to write a country song about tell him. Tell him don't my wife encouraged me to write a country song about oh freedom races and blue jeans and blue jeans and it was no it was just it. Yes. it was just freedom and blue jeans at first and then doug tried to get the chat to write there it is freedom blue jeans and racism and the chat said no it said, the chat yeah. said no 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 you go to chat gpt where are you gonna go now yeah, you go go i don't know what doug. i'm supposed to do guys i'm lost um from for creating things that i would never in a million years say right. myself but we'll giggle when a robot says it um but, White federal rangers. Go ahead. <laughs> Anything else we need to cover about uh, white? I'm uh, sorry, about um, Percy Jackson and the Olympics. What? Come on, brother. One you thing, push an envelope here. It's still Black History Month. One thing I do want to cover about Percy yes. Jackson. Genuine question for both of you. Did you realize that the volume technology was being used in this show? The what? The volume. The stuff they use for Mandalorian. Oh, no, I did not. No it idea. was? Half of the shots in this show are from volume. I have to double check that stat, Did but you know at least that? a significant part. A significant and when you say part volume, like the big dome, right, Brian? Yeah. Okay. You knew that from watching it, or you knew that? No, I had out. to read a whole piece. Um, Interesting. In I'm going to try to find the. We'll the put piece it in the here. episode description too. That's um, Collider. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Collider talks about this, and one of the things, so, and I feel like this is really important, um, is that the reason the vo like the volume works and it doesn't feel like the Obi Wan Kenobi or it doesn't feel like the Ahsoka episode of Mandalorian, mm -hmm. um, is because they really tried to ground it in part of it was Earth tones, but also the entire philosophy was like, no, these aren't larger than life people these are people that live on earth and they happen to be greek gods like that was kind of the philosophy with the creative mm. department um and that was what lent it really well to this story and you couldn't mm. you couldn't really you couldn't really tell no that's that's, um, that's pretty good the so, only one if there was one yeah. that you could tell it would be the one where they have to go get uh aries's shield because yeah. when they're talking to him yes. out on the road that would be the only one where I feel like you would run into it. Yep. Yeah. So but you're the, right. The museum was was volume. 
that Jeez. entire thing was evolving. Yup. Wow. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed shit. it. Now, they may have done some establishing shots, but they're, they're quoted as saying they did they did most of the filming in wow. volume for that. I wonder so how much money they saved with that. With that I uh, mean, well, you think about it, like, you don't have to reserve locations. You don't have to shut down the Met for a week. Like, you well, just, you, you know... And think about it, like, okay, you booked this big museum that has these big windows thinking you're going to get this natural right. The week you show up to shoot, it rains and the natural light's gone. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't don't have to control for those forces anymore. You can control them yourself, which is... Exactly. I get it. That makes a lot of sense. If you can do it right, I I think you should use it with this type of philosophy. I do feel like... Star Wars and Marvel have leaned on it a bit too much. I think you see it in Ragnarok and mm-hmm. Quantumania and Kenobi a little bit. Um, but I, I feel like this is a really good example, case in point of like, no, this technology is good if you if you have a philosophy with it and you also know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still relatively new. I feel like I should give you know those other shows I mentioned a break, but I, I mean it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I like that. That's good, Brian. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great. So I'll stat, link that. Uh, I'll 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 make sure we get that link in the description. I had no idea. That's really and good, Brian. Right? When you say, when you no say volume, is volume the name of the company that created it? Volume is, it... is the name of the device. Got it. Okay, that's yep. what I wanted to know. Yep, yep. that's what I wanted to know. Because I wasn't sure. I was. You said volume, and I was like, "There's something wrong with the audio." I was like, "I don't." Which has happened know. before, right? Which is like, yeah, we've seen, we've seen shows have that kind of issue, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's they just call it the volume visual effects. So volume for short. There is one last you guys. Sorry. I just remembered that there was one last thing I really wanted to talk about. Turn down. And for I'm, I need Christopher Nolan to shut the fuck up. Oh, no, don't oh, do that. What? No, I need. We need him on Nolan. the pod. I don't I give it. Christopher Nolan said that he did an interview and he was talking about Tenet. And he was like, (laughs) and all he said, I have to look up the exact quote. I'll save this for another time because I don't want to open up a a new theory in my conclusion. But like he essentially was like, yeah, you guys, it was experimental. Like you shouldn't have tried to look too far into it. I was like, motherfucker, you saw it. You shot that shit forwards and backwards. And because (laughs) and you're lecturing me not to take it too seriously. All right. Can I say something? Yeah. I'm enjoying this Christopher Nolan. I'm a little bit opposite of Doug. I'm enjoying this. Christopher Nolan is not who I thought he was. He's not this movie snob run that he's been on lately for him to say, like, yeah, the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise is like my favorite franchise. It's, he did say it's his favorite. Like, and he's not ashamed of it. Like, he's been saying things like this. He does little fun Oppenheimer yep. videos and stuff yep. like that with uh with the uh, late night the late night TV show host. I feel like I've been enjoying that he's not the guy that I thought he was, and it turns out James Cameron is exactly who I thought he was. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Like, it's a weird comparison, but that's how I've been viewing no, it. But he is who we thought he was. Yeah. Yes. Um, In a recent episode yeah. of the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, the Stephen talk Colbert. show. This talk show mentioned Tenet's most common criticism being hard to understand. For his part, Nolan argued, quote, you're not meant to understand everything in the movie. Uh, it's not at all comprehensible, he admitted. It's a bit like asking if I know what happens to this end, the spinning top at the end of Inception. You shot it forwards and backwards. What was the point? Like, what was the point? Like, what? 
then what were you doing that for? You spent $800 million at the height of a pandemic and then got mad when we all went. We can't hear it or understand it, Christopher Nolan. And now, two years later, you're like, hey, guess what? You weren't supposed to. Fuck you, man. Okay, (laughs) I kind of want to push back a little bit. Go ahead, Marcus. I, f- I feel like do what this is. Mine is a little bit mine is a little bit quicker, no. but I feel like we complain all the time for you to trust your audience and you want us to have the room to watch something to not understand. Now I do I think the his biggest fuck up was getting mad at people that didn't understand his movies that's, that's when he knew yeah. it wasn't comprehensible Agreed. from the beginning. That's his fuck up. Right. If he would have just remained quiet and said, Hey, catch 22 is nobody was really supposed to understand the full thing it's not meant to be understood then i would have felt like oh got it then i don't feel like such an idiot when you get mad at me for not understanding and then take a shot at the movies that i do like that's the most that's the part that's fucked up well and not even like taking a shot at the movies that i do like it, or I the think intelligence the other, of the watchers well, of the you well, know what remember I mean? he was he was so insistent that it had to be in a theater yeah. Yeah. like if it's not meant to be comprehended yeah. Then where does it matter where I watch it? And it and it turned out Tom Cruise ended up bringing people back to the theater with fucking right. Like I, I guess that's where I guess I, I guess that's what I have playing yeah. in the back of my head. You're you. right. You're right. I feel you. I it's feel you. Fine. It's fine. Here's my, thing. Here's my thing. I think that Christopher Nolan adopted this persona of like you you can only go see this movie and understand it in theaters as the the push to get people back in theaters. I. I'm seeing that I don't think he even a hundred percent agreed with it, but hmm. he knew there yeah, was so it. much writing on it. Yeah. Like there was a lot writing on it. And I think, I think it was a lot easier for him to do everything he did because guess what? Every time he said that stuff, people complained, including us, but he got more press coverage for it. Right. That's true. Um, and the, right. The Donald, the Donald Trump approach to press coverage. Well, if I say I mean, something outlandish and crazy, all, all yeah, publicity, people, all more, more people publicity. will talk about how outlandish mm-hmm. and crazy it is. Well, it's, like, it's this paradox, right? Of just yeah, like, man. well, that's bad. Okay. Well, I want to see why you're saying this, right? Like that's yeah. the, eventually the thought that goes through your head. Curiosity I did not see it in a theater. Um, yeah, I, I was not able to have that opportunity at that point in 2020, 2020, 2021, it all blends together anyway. 21. 21. Um, and here's my other thing it's okay to make art that isn't gonna be comprehended, like that's cool. Like, make art that maybe you will make. You do a little rich flex for me. (laughs) We all did something. I just want to let y'all know that we We all all had a bit, we all had a simultaneous, all had a bit, and it was it revolved around the same thing. And so, I just, yeah, that's a magic moment. It that was, was a magic was, moment. Like that. That's probably that's probably the clip for the week. So that's yeah, yeah that's <laughs> but that's anyway. That's, that's great. I just want to like look. The, the thing I want to say is like you can make your movie as confusing as you want it to be. Fine, whatever. It's your movie. Great. Um, but don't then expect people to like it. Don't mm-hmm. expect people to give you kudos. Don't expect people to think, oh, I didn't get it. There's so much meaning. Like no, just. Just say like, yeah, I made a, I made a cool movie. I made a cool movie. I thought it was cool. I don't care if you thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Like if I made a movie and I just put in dragons and machine guns and like chocolate fountains and whatever. And I already want to see that movie, Brian. You said dragons and machine guns. And I was like, sign me the fuck up. Isn't that the plot to Rebel Boo? It's a little bit, except for the chocolate fountain. Um, and you know, Brian, would, Brian would name his characters from the beginning. So you'd know who everybody I would. Was. 
there, there's lore with the sun and there's a sun sword and there's seven bits of, you know, sword that you have to get. Anyway, my point being, I'm not going to go around and advertise this movie being like, you didn't get it. Guess you're not smart enough. No, yeah. I'm going to go around and advertise this movie with like, <laughs> yeah, I just really went for it and I loved making it. Like, just own it, man. Anyway, I didn't think I was going to have a bombastic Brian segment, it. but I here we are. It. Well, right, here's, here's my question to y'all, but it's not for now. I want to save it for the next pod. My question for y'all is this. Do we think that the world or audiences, and I'm and I'm not thinking about the real movie lovers. I'm talking the general audience of who we yeah. make movies for. The general audience still has an appreciation, a need, or a want for movies that make you think or are open-ended. I think that that's my Marcus. that's my question that's for next week. Question. Marcus, I feel, I feel like that that's the issue, but I, I want us to ponder that and come back to it next time. I will reflect. Yeah, we'll, we will leave it. We'll leave it there, Brian. The name, Brian, the name of your movie is the Seven Shards of Ethereum, and it's I a it. planet somewhere where you have to gather all the shards of the shards. Sword. What the fuck? I made that up on the sub. I made that up on yes. the spot. Um, yeah. Brian, we yes. should we should talk about writing. Yeah, let's, um, let's get together. Let me get this get this going. What the let's fuck was that? I just <laughs> right, we that were that Brian good. and I were having a, a mind. In a bag, you know. Yeah, yeah, we had a mind. That was over here. Um, 2021. The machine gun dragons, by the way, do, that's the merchandise, and we get the rights for that right away. We go George Lucas right away. We get the rights for that right away. Are the machine gun dragons somebody riding the dragon shooting the machine guns or do the dragons mm-hmm. have machine guns? No, no so like, riding them. I mean, someone is riding them, but they grow with them. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah, yes. so like it's kind of messed up. It's kind of Warhammer. It's kind of not. And, and, and really quick, and they're called royal riders. Like they're picked from birth and they can only be princes and they're picked at like age six oh, to learn how to write. But this, this is fine. Also <laughs> fine. Okay. Also fine. Also, you know what, Brian? The main protagonist can be a princess in a world of princes. Great. Great. I was thinking it was it was some type of a dragon that at the beginning didn't wasn't born with a machine gun. He doesn't have a machine gun. Turns that's out he a, has oh, like, Well, that's that's like, the kids' version. Oh, that is not uh, we, I, we tried, do a book I tried soon. to I tried to hop in and I fucked it up. Sorry. I should no, no, I'm never gonna make this movie. We, I don't know me. about you. You shouldn't me. I we saw, know people listen to this podcast. I just want you to know that. I've called everybody. Like <laughs> James Gunn. But I know you like our I know James you love machine guns oh, and I'm just saying, like, if we get a pitch meeting, me and my guys throw you away. Seven Shards of Ethram. The three of with us. A, with a soundtrack exclusively made by 21 Savage. 20, uh, 20, 20, 20. No, he's featured. He's featured. Everyone else sings, but he's featured. Can he just, on produce, can he just produce the, the, the project? That's can fine. He the soundtrack? Yeah. That's yeah. fine with me. That's fine with That's me. Fine. I love it. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, anything that you all have to plug this week? I'm playing music. Hey, folks. Hey. If you like machine guns and <laughs> You should go check out my wife's decoration shop on Etsy.com. That's go to Etsy.com and all one word, color me confetti. We'll have a link in the episode description. You can go print out your own party supplies. You don't got to drive anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go to Amazon. You just download the file and you print it. Done. Love that. Uh, Marcus, what do you got to plug this week? 
I just want to make sure you follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, N-O-A-H. Uh, go stream yourself some Soul Tie, S-O-U-L-T-Y-E. Go stream yourself some Marcus J. Destin. New music is on the way. We're working on our project right now, Love and War. Um, go buy yourself some merch, but whatever you do in your everyday life, make sure that you are following the mantra, never offended, always humble. Humble enough to be able to continue to grow and not to offend it, that you can't take the criticism to be better. But uh, that's the mantra, baby. Absolutely. I got two things to plug. First, happy Black History Month, everybody. Woo! I've been on my bullshit today, and I feel like I needed to say that. Um, <laughs> we love you. We, I love Black History all Month. Joke. I love all Black happy people. Black History Month. Uh, don't say it like that. I don't. I said it like that. Going. I can't even do it seriously. Um, this week, I have to plug this episode. So you all Black talk. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode of Films of Black and White, uh, tell a friend or a family member about the episode. That is a great way for us to gain some traction. Also, if you're feeling generous, head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white. Sign up for one of our tiers there. We might be playing some D&D as a group. We got a Patty Family Picks movie coming up that we got as a group. So we've got some big stuff coming. So uh, that is what we have. Brian, we have a three-step process to success. Lay them out with that first step. Hey, folks. I'm here to tell you to read a book, Ooh. any book, because it's Black History Month. I'm going to recommend a book to you. It's called Superman Smashes the Clan. I got mine at the library. You can probably get yours at the library. Do you want to see Superman punching some hooded figures and talking about equality? Read that. Book. Doug, don't yeah. start with your shit. What I want to because I feel like you about to say something about Superman losing the Godzilla in that comic you bought, and I don't want to. I wasn't gonna. I don't want to see that. Okay, I was gonna move on to Marcus. Do you want to give us a second step? I do. Drink some water. I bought myself some Fiji um, yeah. last night. Oh, by the way, Doug made. Uh, I went over to Doug's house for the Super Bowl, our little Super Bowl family party, and uh, they made homemade pizza. Really delicious pizza. Mm. Really delicious oh, cookies made pizza. by Brittany Wagner. Um, I dropped those two fucking slices of pizza as soon as I got home. Do you know that on the stairs? You no, you drop them. The two, the no. two that I bought with me. I have I more just, at my house. If you would I like a refill, get this I'm, man I, some pizza. It, I was so heartbroken. I was like, that pizza was fucking delicious. But you know what went well with the pizza? The Fiji water I drunk when I got in the car. So drink some water. Treat yourself to something nice. Uh, don't just drink out the spigot all the time. You, you know, get yourself something nice. Treat your body to it. It deserves it. Drink some water. Absolutely. Step three is Godzilla beats Superman. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! Oh wow! You uh, anyway, no, wow. it's not. It's not. Step three That's is look, okay. y'all, wash your ass. Look, Valentine's Day is on Wednesday, and so it's whether cold. you are, yeah, whether you are single or whether you are, you know, with a special someone, it's important that you wash your ass because stank don't discriminate, and it, it will find you either way. And you don't want to be dating a stanky ass, even if it's just yourself. So That's make true. sure that you take care of it. That's um, that does it for this week's episode of Films of Black and White. We'll be back next week with another outstanding episode. But oh, in the meantime, Doug. and in the Doug, between we time, need to tell them. What we are we watching next them. week, Brian? Folks, tell them what we're watching. We will be your number one destination and spoiler zone for Madam Web. That's oh, right. You boy, heard it. Howie. All three of us will go see Madam Web. If you're Ooh. wow, if you are here on the live stream, this is a great reason to join Patreon. We got a fancy graphic for calendar. So yeah, we did our Super Bowl recap today. Next week, Madam Webb. The week after that, we got our news episode, the Oscars That's prediction. Right. And we are very excited to announce that on March 6th, we are welcoming back writer Stephanie Williams. Woo! And we'll be talking about the movie 
underwater. We'll also be talking about all the stuff that she's doing, all the great stuff that she's been doing. But Stephanie Williams will be returning March 6th. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's what we got coming up. So when I say we have an outstanding episode, we most certainly do. We'll see if this one breaks Brian. Sony's broken Brian okay. a couple of times. <laughs> no, we'll this is this no way. I like half the people in this movie, so I, I will be all right. It doesn't feel that way about Jared Leto. That's true. Um, I do not. That's true. But, but in the meantime and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Give me some runoff and post. I'll give you some runoff. Run off. Run it off. Run it off. 21, 21, 21, 21. Bloop, bloop. (laughs) 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 That's crazy, man. That's, That's a little fucked up.